0: Uh, Yesterday, we got the long-awaited National Dental Plan was released by the federal government. Uh, The question of who qualifies, it's actually pretty simple. You don't have to do a lot of work Uh, if you're uninsured. If you're an uninsured Canadian, that's important. Uh, Uninsured Canadians with a household income under $90,000. That's about it, okay? Pretty much that's the only qualification you need to meet. Uh, Not everyone in that category can start going to the dentist today, though, okay? The rollout here is going to be phased, and some of you are going to have to wait more than a year before you can actually tap into this. But in the end, what it's going to come down to is coverage, dental coverage for millions and millions of Canadians who do not have it right now, which is a good thing, with a price tag, and we'll see how the system works. We're going to have a chat now with Dr. Elena Hernandez-Cousy, who is a general dentist at the Cusi Dental Group. Uh, Dr. cusi thanks so much for being here. Appreciate your time again.
1: Uh, glad to be here. Thank you, Shay.
0: So this plan, um, obviously, uh, it's going to greatly increase the access to dental care for kids. That's a good thing, right? I mean, that's something that obviously is going to be helpful.
1: Yes, the goal of this is to make sure that those uh, Canadians that currently are avoiding the dentist from a monetary or income basis and the affordability, I guess, um, will pro- finally uh, see something uh, perhaps that will help them, particularly children and seniors. Uh, in the initial phases, I think seniors come first and then more children, I think they're uh, phasing that as well. And eventually, anyone who has a certain... Uh, income bracket would uh, would then qualify for this supplemental coverage that will get them in the door so that they don't have as many emergencies as the hope. And prevention is, of course, always yeah important thing. Yes.
0: I wanted to ask you about the importance of this because, you know, we talk about dental care and we know as, as kids it's drilled into our skulls that we need to go every six months or whatever the case is. Um, how important is it, and this will definitely help a lot of kids, and that's sort of where, and you mentioned the seniors, and that's definitely part of it too, but just sort of have, helping children uh, go to the dentist, that's going to make a big difference, isn't it, to their overall well-being?
1: Absolutely. The earlier we can get a child to see a dentist, the more at ease they will be with the whole uh, process of being a dental patient um, simple procedures are easier for them to go through they're less costly so obviously getting children to a dentist at an early stage and often is important to to maintain health and that sets the precedent for their entire lifetime because if you learn to take care of your teeth yep. and, and are given all of that information and all of the how to's and and wise, um, and appreciation for this, then that makes that person be more, and of course the diet as well, talking about what things they can do to help prevent all of the p- problems that will lead to cavities and, and infections. so um, absolutely, children would be my best uh, place to, to make sure that we have access, uh, to, to make sure that we do have that early, early opportunity to help.
0: I would agree with you, and I thought, you know, getting the attention on children right away would be a focus of the government too, but it's not. It's going to be over a year until kids qualify for this coverage, starting with seniors, like right, you know, this month, um, 87 years and up. And, I mean, not to say that's a bad thing, but, um, why do you think the importance was put on seniors' dental care?
1: I have no understanding of this. I think these are several levels of government that are looking at this, and I think that they have people that are guiding this process. I mean, you're asking an everyday, you know, not gloved wet fingers. (laughs) (laughs) An opinion, um, and I have to go with what I know my my community of dentists would say, that, uh, you know, we're not the ones that are making these changes. I think there's input from all of the provinces to this uh, new plan uh, so that there will be some guidance there. So I think that that is all being worked. And again, our, our Alberta Dental Association will be very, very active with this and has certainly uh, expressed what we feel is, is helpful. But again, all of this is going to be ultimately, I think, decided federally for, yeah. for the program. And so we wait. Um, you know, if, uh, if we were king, we would often do things a different way. Sometimes it's not possible. And, and there are reasons why they, I'm sure, going to choose uh, one way or another. But I think ultimately the goal will be that many Canadians that today right now have no access to care because of a financial reason, would hopefully qualify and then and go to that. And, of course, it requires that the person that is aware of the program applies for the program and is approved and, you know, all of this uh, from that end has to happen. So some individuals that maybe aren't, uh, you know, computer savvy or whatever might need some help with getting them in the door to, to help them uh, go through that process cause that's not up to the dentist.
0: Sure. Be. Absolutely. In terms of what's covered, and, and we take a look at it, and it, it looks like they, they're focusing on the basics, which I yeah. think makes a lot of sense, right? Cleanings, checkups, cavities, root canals. Correct. That makes good sense. They sort of covered yeah. what they need to cover, right?
1: and it looks like it has a maximum of $650 for any situation it it starts at uh, 0 if you don't qualify um, to a smaller number if you have a certain income that's uh, higher you know underneath 90,000 and as it gets lower and lower you get more and more benefit so i think this is going to be a supplement in some situations there will be potentially a co-payment meaning that some part of the co- of the treatment will be covered yeah. while another part would be something that that per- Person would have to make some payment for. Um, so then, and the, this is the information we have been given. We don't have all of it, and it has, uh, I'm sure, again, going to have a lot of provincial uh, association input as to how this gets actually uh, uh, allocated. And, and again, qualifying is the first step. Is then that's up to the federal government who qualifies, and that's an income thing, right off here. Your- yeah.
0: Your taxes yeah in terms of implementation, I mean, they've partnered with Sun Life, and I'm sure as, as someone who runs a, a dental office, you're very familiar with going ahead yeah. and building an insurance company. so that I was surprised by that, to be honest with you, that they yeah. sort of went with a third party, but at the end of the day, that seems to make just a ton of sense.
1: Um, yeah, I, th- I would expect that they must have vetted different options of how to do this. I would have, uh, I'm not sure why they picked a particular company to do this. I mean, Sun Life is one of the major carriers yeah, of dental yeah. insurance, but that it's not the only one, so I don't know what opportunities other other companies had to had have input, or if there was a consideration to just doing this program sort of in-house through the government. I don't know, but um, which is how we've had our, our Alberta seniors plan has been done through the Alberta government, um, as well as child health benefit plan so um, and there are there are reasons I'm sure they've picked it I'm sure that there's a but th- these are companies that are very uh, familiar with receiving claims and so the first step is that the person qualifies the second step is when they have treatment done I suspect the dentist would uh, that is involved would would then send some information to make sure this person has that coverage and and then they go from there.
0: Yeah, yeah, and 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 like we say, you're sort of building off a framework that everybody's already pretty familiar with, so yeah. the ease of implementation shouldn't be that bad.
1: Yeah. One worry I've you know heard thrown around is, you know, are our, our small employers going to stop providing dental benefits? And that's a big worry we would have as dentists because that would be a bigger loss, I think, for people who now do have access to care and have programs that would be available. We don't want people to then say, oh, well, let's just not give that and then we can yeah. just go with this other, um, because ultimately... Ultimately, it has a lot of, uh, I think, uh, guidelines, a lot of limitations, as opposed to a regular insurance benefit plan, and uh, we, we as dentists uh, want to make sure that the person has that, you know, still mm-hmm. available.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a really good point, something I hadn't thought of. You could see how that choice may be something that would present itself. Um, doctor, thank you so much for your time, as always. I really appreciate your analysis of this.